From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Hey, welcome back to Flicks and Picks. We're going to talk about the first five episodes of the Last of Us series. I won't get too much into spoilers because, again, I kind of want to let save maybe so much the review of the fifth episode for maybe the later later half of the review which is we're going to be tackling six through nine that episode episode five was great i'll tell you that that was a great episode and i will say that i i'm gonna see how episode six goes before i give my full thoughts so primarily this is a review of the first five episodes but more in a sense that i also want to give people an opportunity to um let's just say not have to be spoiled on the show i'll have spoilers for the next couple ones for episode six or nine but this is more of a if you haven't seen the show and you're a little reluctant i want to go ahead and push you towards watching it so what are some things that might prevent you from watching it might alienate you one that it's based on a video game First of all, The Last of Us video game is first one especially. It was critically acclaimed for being this wonderful sh- a story and it's just it had really good gameplay and it won a lot of Game of the Year awards when it came out. It was the most won show, meaning that it not show, I mean video game. It won the most prizes as a video game. And then of course, the sequel came out and I, th- I still think it had a great story, but a lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people had issues with it. Quite frankly, a lot of those issues are just the politics of the time. Let's not pretend like most people who dislike that game were necessarily disliking it on good faith. They were disliking it for a lot of reasons. And it wasn't that bad. I still think it had a great story in there. Maybe the execution could have been better. But, you know, Last of Us, I don't mind if Last of Us 2 gets adapted in Season 2 a little bit more loosely. But we'll leave it at that. So The Last of Us, for those of you who don't know, follows a man named Joel who has basically lost everything. He's a smuggler and he's tasked with taking a teenager named Ellie across a post-apocalyptic America that has been savaged by the fungi, a virus that has very fungal, it's like a fungal infection that affects human beings. And so these human beings are turned into clickers that are like fungi monsters. They're kind of like zombie-like, but they're like plant monsters. I like to call it plant-based zombie monsters. And it's not just about those zombies, of course. It's about the human relationship between Ellie and Joel. I think the whole series, the whole video game is always about human conflict in a dystopian world where like things are sort of unspoken and the rules are thrown out the window and like the thing is that there's no more honor in the society there's no more like there's no more good things going on in it and so like joel has to basically take earth's final hope with ellie and i won't say too much about why ellie is so important to the story but ellie essentially there's a secret about ellie that in the that that means that Joe has to protect her at all costs and no matter what and i think that it's such 
it's such a great relationship. Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, both of you, both of those actors, you know, they're famous for their roles on Game of Thrones. Um, Bella Ramsey was really famous for playing Lyanna Mormont on Game of Thrones, the plucky but yet outspoken um, lady of Bear Island in that series. She also was known for being... Uh, Jane Grey in Becoming Elizabeth and The Worst Witch from the Canadian Broadcasting Company. She is a compelling actress. She is so good in this series. She is likable. She is funny. She's charismatic. She acts like a real teenager. And I love that about her is that she is able to be this teenager that, you know, doesn't realize how the world how fucked up the world is because that's the world she grew up with. So she also realizes how fucked up it is, but she also is okay with it. She's built up charisma. She's built up like a defense mechanism, which she does with humor and like wit. She's very likable and I love her for it. She hasn't experienced the same level of trauma as maybe everyone else who who knew of a better world, but lost it. And so Ellie, in a lot of ways, is a breath of fresh air. And I love Bella Ramsey's performance in it. They are very good. And I just, I think it makes a big difference when you get a queer actor to play a queer character. Yes, Ellie is queer, not revealed yet, but is, but everybody knows that I don't think of it as a big revelation. Like, okay, well, Ellie, you know, everyone who's played the game knows she's queer. So big difference. And I think it really reads really well. And then Pedro Pascal, he is so good in this role. He is vulnerable, but yet also like tough. And he is just a wonderful performer here. It's there's something about how his character is able to be both tough but also vulnerable and have fun. You see these different layers in him. You see how his mind works, and I just absolutely love that. And so I would say that it, it was it's great to follow these two characters throughout these many many adventures or at least not I, I guess not many adventures but this one adventure and this one journey and I'm rooting for them and I really do like to see them as like the sort of surrogate father daughter relationship because basically both of them don't have that so we lose a character in the first episode and so Bell, so like Ellie and Joel sort of fill each other's voids emotional voids but they also do a great job of like you know just being there for each other and i think that relationship is just powerful i think it's what's really bringing this series together is that relationship i think this series does a great job in depicting relationships between surrogate fathers and daughters but also between husbands so in episode three we sort of take a break from like the zombie drama in fact it's always been about human drama anyone who tells you otherwise about this series like ben shapiro is absolutely wrong this is not just a zombie series that's it's always been a story about the human condition more so than anything the episode's called long long time uh, episode three follows um frank and bill it's a flashback episode in which Joe and Ellie make their way to get some weapons from a man named Bill and we explore Frank and Bill's story which was you know heavily subtextual in the original video game like you got ideas of it you sort of knew that there was a greater story there 
But in this case, you got to experience that greater story. Long, long time explores Frank and Bill's romantic relationship through the years, especially through the apocalypse. And you get to experience all sorts of levels of like happiness and tragedy, but hope. It is a great episode about hope. And it's also, in my opinion, the Ozymandias of this series, the best episode of the entire series. And it is the episode that this series is going to be known for for the rest of its life. The next two seasons or next season, nobody else is going to remember any episode other than this one. This is a great episode of television. This is a monumental episode. And if you saw it live like I did... It felt like you were watching history. This is a great episode. Episode three of season one of the series is remarkable. Great performances by Nick Offerman and Maury Bartlett, who are both famous for other roles. Like Maury Bartlett is famous for The White Lotus. Nick Offerman is famous for a lot of other things, but particularly Parks and Recreations. Both of them have such great chemistry. They are sexy together. They they are they are great. It's a great romance. And I think it is the best episode the series has yet to offer. And I think it will be the best episode. And so I personally think this is a series about the human condition. That human beings are going to have to survive. And part of that survival is their emotional well-being. Being able to love again. Being able to care for other people. It's great. It is wonderful television, and especially this third episode. I would recommend, honestly, watching the first two episodes and the third episode. The third episode is going to win you over, and episode four and five just continue the goods. Episode four is a bit of a slowdown, but Melanie Lonisky does a really good job, and I just think that we needed some slowdown after episode three. But episode three is the key to the series especially with how the series has been advertised just simply a zombie series, which it's not. It's really not a zombie series. It's compelling. It's about humans trying to survive emotionally as well as physically in this world. So if you are struggling to watch The Last of Us and you're not sure if you're going to see it, the first five episodes are currently out on HBO Max. Thank you, Super Bowl, for giving us that episode early. But hey, Check out The Last of Us. I'm giving it four out of four stars for the first five episodes, especially that third episode with Maury Botlett and Nick Offerman. That is an incredible episode that's going to be remembered. And like I said, it's television history. You should have seen it live. But if you haven't seen it live, it's on HBO Max right now. So go check it out. And episodes of The Last of Us air on Sundays. So, hey, we'll continue the conversation when the season's over. Thank you for listening to Flicks and Picks. Hey, go watch a great movie. 